We interrupt this broadcast to give you a special public service announcement. If you live in the Princeton, New Jersey area, and you'll be home on November 23rd, the night before Thanksgiving, and you're looking for something really radical to do, come on down to Triumph Brewery. I'll be dropping a DJ set somewhere around 9, 10 o'clock. It's going to be a great time. Now here's the show. Hello there. Welcome back. Hello. This is another episode of Wax On, episode seven. Seven of these in a row. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it. We're doing it. (laughs) Well, once again, I have a very special guest. It's me. The lovely Miss Lena. (laughs) And once again, thanks so much for joining me. Of course. It's not super late. It's 12.22 a.m. It's fashionably late. Yeah. (laughs) This is the right time to be getting the records out. Unwinding for the night. We've fixed ourselves a couple of cocktails. I already finished mine. Oh, do you want another one? No. You want some of this one? It's tasty. Mm -hmm. So we're chilling. We're chilling like villains on penicillin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Chilling so hard on another Wednesday night. It's becoming somewhat of a ritual up here. Yeah. Late Wednesday night, get up here and listen to some records and then go to bed. Yep. We go to bed. We pretty much collapse after doing these things. Yeah. Well, this week, I don't think the music will wind us up too much. There's some excitable moments for sure. A lot of it's going to get really atmospheric. A lot of it's going to get really dreamy. Excellent compositions. And as you can already tell by the title and the header, this week we'll be listening to soundtracks. Ten deep cuts from ten soundtracks within the collection. Before we get into that, let's talk business. Let's talk news. What's the news? Well, we have no emails this week. (laughs) (laughs) So there's nothing there. But uh, the good news is if you have any questions you'd like us to field, you'll be at the top of the list. (laughs) (laughs) And in other news... What's the email again? Oh, I'm sorry. I should give that out. That would help, huh? It's waxonpodcast at gmail.com. So please give us a buzz. Let us know what you're up to, how you're feeling. Soundtracks tonight? Soundtracks tonight. Well, before that, I wanted to announce very specially that your birthday is coming up in a couple of days. 25. The big 2-5. Quarter of a century, babe. (laughs) Cannot believe it. Feels like I was 21, like, not that long ago. Yeah. Those four years are a flash. I don't know where they went. Yeah. (laughs) Those are fun years, though, huh? They were, yeah. 
Um, it's kind of just like 25, yep. It's not 21. Or <laughs> it's just 25, well, it's yeah. It's quarter century, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, though. I'm excited <laughs> as well. We're going to party hard. We are. <laughs> we'll be putting on some of the dancier records and busting in to the top shelf liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of the stoli. We'll get we'll get that uh Jay-Z cognac. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy big, stuff. Yeah, for the big two five. Well, yes, we have soundtracks this week. Feeling super mellow. And it's going to get off to a somewhat mellow start. As I like to do, I like to pay tribute to a fallen artist if they have some material in my collection right at the top of the show. And sadly, 2016 has been a devastating year. It's for, rough. Yeah, losing, uh, losing really spectacular artists. Yes. Not my favorite year. <laughs> well, yeah. You know... You take the good with the bad, <laughs> and there you have <laughs> the facts of life. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we lost some very special artists. Um, most recently, Leonard Cohen. That's not who I'm going to be featuring. Uh, I'm not sure if he ever did any work on soundtracks. I'm sure. He, he was the theme song to True Detective. Oh, uh, he did? Season two. Yeah, if they press that to vinyl, then it's a contender. What was it called? I was just listening to the other day. It's a great song. I've got another song by him that I really want to play you. I, uh, My dad told me about it. It's called The Tower of Song. Did, did I tell you about this yet? No. There's a, oh, it's called Nevermind. I just oh, yeah. thought of it. <laughs> Nevermind. Yeah. <laughs> well disguised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Leonard was the man. As I'm sure many musicians know, that guy was the poet of poets. And uh, yeah, there's this song, The Tower of Song, and it's all about him just laying bricks in the Tower of Song a thousand floors below I think he's talking about like Hank Williams uh, just trying to pay his rent in the Tower of Song and it, it's a, it's really cool it's got like an 80s drum machine to it like a almost beach house kind of organ drum machine and there's this live version of it that I found on Spotify that I gotta play you it's like chilling so check that out for all you adventurers on the Spotify well, the fallen artist I'm talking about is none other than the outrageously talented Gene Wilder. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I ordered this vinyl with the show in mind. I knew that I wanted to have this because this soundtrack is fantastic. I remembered some great moments you know, from watching it as a kid, but revisiting the soundtrack with my ears open as an adult I am mind blown especially by the track I'm about to play you it's maybe the most notable song the most famous and most covered song of this record but I have to 
play this one because Gene Wilder just slays it on this song. This he is, can sing. Oh, he can sing like a motherfucker. <laughs> this is not an easy song to sing. If you're trying to expand your range and gain control over your voice as a vocalist, this is an excellent exercise. You should cover it. <laughs> you know, it's been done. Uh, it's been done a few times, but I do want to mess with this record. I w- there's so many cool samples off of this record. I want to do a tribute remix because um, I could never sing it better than Gene. I'll let him have that, but maybe I can flip it in an interesting way. <laughs> so maybe on a future episode, I'll have a bonus track, Vacation or Remix. For this song, this pure piece of sonic magic. This is Gene Wilder from the original soundtrack of the Paramount motion picture Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I'm talking about pure imagination. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, chocolate room. Hold your breath, make a wish, count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin. Traveling in the world of my creation, what we'll see will defy explanation. If you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it Want to change the world There's nothing to it I know to compare with pure imagination Living there you'll be free If you truly wish to be
you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it, want to change the world, there's nothing to it. I know to compare with pure imagination living there you'll be free if you truly wish to be
Aretha Franklin from the Warner Brothers motion picture soundtrack Sparkle. Sparkle. Yes. I think they remade Sparkle, and I don't know what either of them are about. We're I've never heard of Sparkle. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't uh, it doesn't say on the back what it's about, and I've done no research. Oh, uh, it's directed by oh, story by Joel Schumacher. So that was that's like uh, that's that guy. He did one of the Batman's. Oh. <laughs> he did one of the bad Batman's. Mm. This is uh, from nineteen. 19- 76. Yeah, we're getting into territory movies that I've never seen. I think I've only seen two or three of the movies that we're going to feature soundtracks for. But you know the jams. I know the jams. The reason I picked that record is because very hot beat, hot arrangement, and Aretha is freaking out. Wilding out. Yeah, wilding out. Real hard at the end. And this record was composed and produced by Curtis Mayfield. Who happens... Who happens to also be dropping another hot joint right before that. (sighs) Off of this spectacular record. Not only my favorite soundtrack, but one of my favorite records. Soundtrack for Superfly. From the one and only Curtis Mayfield. Babe, you got me this record. I did. You just surprised me out of the blue. Dude, I just decided to get it for you one day. I knew that it was sampled by some pretty big names. So I figured it's got to be good. And then I heard it before I I purchased it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He needs this in his collection. It is great. And Curtis is just so smooth. He's a smooth man. (laughs) This is a spectacular record. It's a legendary record. You heard the track, Give Me Your Love. Love song. Recorded in 1972. And this record was also featured on my brothers from Other Mothers podcast, Volcano Vinyl. Their last episode, they listened to Superfly and had some colorful commentary throughout. <laughs> As always, um, can't recommend that podcast enough. Love those guys. I was just hanging out with Brian Schmutz today. The starting line boys. Yeah. <laughs> the boys were back in town, and we headed on to Main Street and went crate digging at one of my favorite record stores. We both walked away with a stack of records. So shout out to Brian and Brian Love you guys And before that Of course none other Than the great late Gene Wilder Singing his ass off Pure imagination It's beautiful So beautiful The 1971 soundtrack For Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory He will be missed Sure will yeah, what'd you think of listening to that on some nice uh, loudspeakers? It's yeah, I've never thinking back on like when I've seen the movies. I don't think I paid attention to it. Yeah, me neither. I was just like candy, bright colors. <laughs> right. Yeah, hearing it coming out of the television set and then watching, you know, the dancing and all the yeah. chocolate and everything. It's very distracting. 
But I really wanted to feature that right at the top because just listening to it on its own, it's... I don't know. It's... um, What's the word for something that just completely grabs your attention? Magnetic? It's magnetic. (laughs) (laughs) It is magnetic. Does that work? Um, (laughs) I love it. I love that performance. That's one of the great vocal performances of our time. So we'll miss you, Gene. You were hilarious and from all accounts, a very sweet man. All right, let's press on. Let's all go to the movies. Yeah. What's up next, you might ask? Well, it's going to get even more obscure. This record freaked me out because (laughs) (laughs) it's got a very prominent sample that is super recognizable. I know it from Bjork's Human Behavior. Whoa. Yeah. So I bought this record because, first of all, the cover art is just this crazy collage of, you know, um, man and woman embracing on a mountainside. And then there's some sort of person by a fireplace and then a sky. And it just is a little trippy looking. And this record is Harold Robbins presents the music of Antonio Carlos Jobim. Music from the Adventurers. This is the Ray Brown Orchestra arranged by Quincy Jones. So I really am having trouble oh, even snap. knowing how to, like, <laughs> who, to real, who to really credit this uh, soundtrack with. a lot of with. talented people. A lot there. of talented people. You got, uh, I don't know who Harold Robbins is. I can't, I don't know that guy as far as I can throw him. But Antonio Carlos Jobim. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones, two uh, legends. Legends in the field right there. So this record is pretty great. And Bjork sampled it. Yeah, Bjork sampled it. And, you know, that was a song that came out so long ago that back in those days, when that song came out, that would have never occurred to me that this was a piece of existing music that was repurposed for a song. Like, I think Bjork was really ahead of the craft by doing that somewhere besides hip-hop music in the 90s. Like, maybe Beck was doing a little bit of that. I don't know. You know, maybe there were other underground artists that were doing it outside of hip-hop, but I think Bjork was a real trailblazer with doing that. She's amazing. She is. She was way ahead. Yeah. Very ahead of the curve. And again, a movie I've never seen. And once you get deep into this soundtrack, it's got some questionable material uh, outside of the music. It's just got like some sound effects that are sort of like lovemaking, like moans hmm. of passion. Okay. So it's, this is a good record, but it can be embarrassing putting <laughs> on it uh, in certain company. Just a word of warning. Other than that, great record. Highly re- recommend it. <laughs> is it as bad as I remember that record that I picked out? <laughs> that one is oh uh, my it, God. so it's like I got a it piece because... of that record on this record. Yeah, but that record <laughs> is purely the that. called Sounds of Love, and I was like, "You have my attention, okay?" But there was no tester in the place we were at. I think it's called Erotica. It was like Sounds of Love or something yeah. sweet, and then it just turned out to be just sex. 
insects. <laughs> yeah, it's just smushing. <laughs> we should pop that on. Maybe nah, we can do an did all. Did we get rid of it? We should get rid of it. No, let's do an all sex episode, and then no. we can put that one and this one. I'm gonna run out of episodes. Don't get rid of it. We're gonna need. We're gonna need it for this show. <laughs> Play me some. What's his uh, Robbins? Harold Robbins presents. I don't, you know, I don't, really don't know how much Harold had to do with this. His name is the biggest, though. But I think that he may, it was maybe the bankroller. He probably he's presenting it. So I don't know. I, I don't know what you you know. Here he, he wrote he wrote this. We'll see if this helps us. If literature is the foundation of the arts, music must be its soul. Nowhere is more true than in this record where the genius of Ray Brown and Quincy Jones combined with the brilliance of Antonio Carlos Jobim's score for the motion picture, The Adventurers. All the opulence, passion, and violence that first made the book into an international bestseller that made the motion picture a worldwide event is on this record translated into viable contemporary world of today's music. These are long sentences. <laughs> As the, as the author of The Adventurers, I can do nothing more than say, the music tells the story. And coming from me, that is the greatest compliment in the world. Okay, so he is wrote the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. So, I mean, but that's uh, still, like, I don't, you know, he's really feeling himself putting his name, like, as big as the... He's <laughs> like, here it is. I'm presenting you this beauty. It's like, this wouldn't be here if it weren't for me. And look at all the... Look at all the talent I got attached. You know, he's right to strut his stuff. You do you, Harold Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. You want to hear this sample as much as I do. Here it is. I'm going to call it the Ray Brown Orchestra. This track is called Go Down Dying. Thank you. 
from the soundtrack to Loafer a Bollywood film this record I ordered straight from India and that track was Asha Bosle singing Motiyan Kilari Hoon Main (laughs) sounds right I sure hope so she's pretty good she's really good this is... What is it about it that you like? There's uh, there's not much I don't like about you that. You yeah, this out. I do. I, I love that melody. Um, you know, Indian music can sound, I think, a little bit alien to Western ears sometimes because they have quarter note um, scales. You know, I, I, I can't even pretend to get technical about um, music theory with the with what the difference is, but it just means that they have, like, like you see this piano, like uh, there's this key and then this key, like they would have a key in between those keys. Mm. So in their scale, they can sing these really um, short pitch shifts and. A lot of the times it sounds a little strange to me, but this track and this soundtrack as a whole manages to do it in a way that's really catchy and really melodic and I think super dope. And it it opened my ears to a lot more Indian music and uh, a lot more Eastern music. Like when I'm in, you know, uh, Eastern restaurants, you know, there's some cool old records playing I'm always paying attention because sometimes some really magical things happen and I think I was tuned into WPRB in Princeton and they played that track if I'm not mistaken and I 
was freaking out. I, I uh, busted out my Shazam and had to track down what this record was and then ordered it from India. And it came, you know, three months later <laughs> in, you know, somewhat rough shape, but it's here. <laughs> it's here. And I apologize for how harsh the mastering is on that song. I know it's a really shrill recording. It's like that everywhere. It's like that on Spotify, anywhere I can find this track. Uh, it's really blown out like that. But I just love, uh, I love the keyboard too, like that um, sort of synthy thing that happens in the beginning at the end with the big sweeps and the space echo that's on that keyboard and the vocal. Everything is super dope about the production besides the mastering job on it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, you know, I tried to find the translation for what uh, Motian Kilari Hunmain is in English, and I could not find a thing. So if you know what that translates to in English, please write in to waxonpodcast at gmail.com. Before that, from the Harder They Come soundtrack that was the Maytals singing Pressure Drop. That's a, a good mood fixer for my life. Anytime I hear that song, I always get in a good mood. And there's plenty of really good tracks on this record. And I know that that isn't the deepest of cuts, but it's a song I really wanted to hear. And I was talking to Brian Schmutz about that song. I was hyping the Maytals to him. And I don't know if that song will be his thing. You know, I was wrong about Head Above Water. So I don't want to assume anything. (laughs) But I hope he's listening and I hope he knows that I'm thinking about him. (laughs) So that was a movie that I tried watching, The Harder They Come. And I think I needed subtitles. I was having a little bit of trouble with the Jamaican accent and they speak very fast and in in a slang much of the time. So I got to give it another shot. It was a long time ago when I tried giving that one a shot. But this is a spectacular soundtrack. The Jimmy Cliff songs are also really great. The other Maytal song is also really great. 1972. Both of these records coming in hot. (laughs) And before that, we had the Ray Brown Orchestra, arranged by Quincy Jones, doing one of Bjork's greatest grooves, Go Down Dying. So that was a funky little set. We went all around the world. Went to Brazil, India, Jamaica. Where are we going now? All groovy. All groovy places. (laughs) And we're coming back to America, but not the mainland. Would you like to go to Hawaii, babe? I would love to. Let's take a trip to Hawaii. We're going to hear an arrangement, a tune by one of the masters of Exotica, one of the godfathers of Exotica, Martin Denny playing the theme from the United Artists motion picture Hawaii. This track is called I'll Remember You and I have 
plenty of Martin Denny records around. I think you even gave me one, babe. I did, yeah. You, you gave me uh, one of his greatest records. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much pick up anything that I see by him. Like, this is a reasonably priced record. Picked it up, and I don't remember spending much time with it. You know, all his stuff is just great, so... You can't go wrong with Martin Denny. It's always a good vibe. And there's so much inspiration of his that is in the Vacationer music. We're heavily inspired by Martin Denny and his production choices, his composition. And this record is blowing me away now that I'm revisiting it. This is one of the great perks of doing this podcast is going through my record collection and be like, oh yeah, this is a soundtrack. Let me check this out. You know, it's Martin Denny. It's going to have some great stuff. And then just track one, bam. It's just like, oh yeah, I'm going to use this one. And then I got, you know, I just kept doing that to every track I heard. And I think the fourth one I settled on and I didn't even go any further. I can't wait to dig deeper into this record. So this is Martin Denny playing the theme from Hawaii. And this track is I'll Remember You. Let's go to Hawaii.
Selena, are you jet lagged from <laughs> the epic journey that we just took? That was a powerful group. 
<laughs> we went all the way from the lush tropic settings in Hawaii to the mainland. We met an extraterrestrial named E.T. Named E.T., who f- was nice enough to fly us all the way to Antarctica. Japanese film? Is that what you said? Yes, this is a Japanese film that goes by the name Antarctica. And that soundtrack was done by Vangelis, who was most well known for doing the Chariots of Fire soundtrack, and I'm sure he, uh, a ton of others. This is a Japanese film. I like it. It's got some um, Stranger Things vibe. Yeah. Creepy, dark. <laughs> Something's up. Oh, yeah. I think this is 1986. I hope I have that right. And then before that, kicking it off, Martin Denny playing I'll Remember You off of the 1967 soundtrack, Hawaii. And after that, we had Johnny Williams coming back, making a return to the podcast from the E.T. original soundtrack. That was E.T. and me. And that is another just piece of gold from that soundtrack. Mm -hmm. It's got some nice little subtle moments happening in there that you really got to listen for and just hidden in there. They're like buried treasure. (laughs) This has been crazy. And then you had the last one. Yeah, Vangelis. I think we sort of talked about Vangelis. Oh, yeah, I should say what that is. I should say what that song is. <laughs> what you just heard was Vangelis. His track from the Antarctica soundtrack that was Life of Antarctica. Yeah, great synth work. Uh, right towards the end of that that outro oh my god that outro i was hyping you i was like okay babe don't don't fall asleep just yet i know that it's gonna get (laughs) it's gonna drag a little bit but the outro there's a six second period where it just gets perfect (laughs) and when it came on i was flailing my arms like a maniac (laughs) giving it up for vangalese in the 80s. I gotta see this movie. It makes me want to see this movie. Does, yeah. <laughs> I was telling you when we were listening to this that it's cool listening to soundtrack music because it's so emotive. It's not based on pop structure. At least the bulk of the tracks that we were listening to, mm-hmm. they're all sort of set to scenes. And so they have to set a tone a vibe yeah they have to concentrate on mood of dialogue and who knows and listening to it out of context you get your imagination has to put its own context into place (laughs) (laughs) so it's interesting I hope that you all have enjoyed it as much as we have and it's nearly Betty by time we're going to be closing it out For this episode of Wax On, lucky number seven, thank you so much for listening. I encourage you to keep listening. Keep foraging for new interesting music. And for those of you that have stuck it out through all of the exotic sounds 
that I've been showcasing on this episode, I have got a real treat for you. This record is so special and so coveted to me. This is Stu Phillips, the original soundtrack to a movie called Follow Me. And it looks like it's a surf documentary. I really want to find this movie and see what what the hell merited a soundtrack like this because it is it, it's just like knocking it out of the park with production value there must be 20 some players on this record i just don't understand how they had the budget to put this together for a, a movie like this i mean i don't know it's on Universal City Records. It just doesn't add up. What what I hear on here doesn't add up to why it would come into production. This is a question that comes to mind a lot of the times when I'm searching for records. It's just, why is this record a record? Why did this happen? Like, who hired this person to make this soundtrack? And what happened that this arranger and conductor just lost his mind making this thing. I, I, I mean, that's the only thing I can jump to because it's just so involved and meticulous. It's, I, I think, really brilliant. Um, I, I've been freaking out about this record. I, I stumbled across it. I don't even know how. I found it. And I love this record. It's one of my favorites. So I've gushed enough about it. But I am posting all the playlists on illdale.com backslash wax on uh, if you'd like to see all this in an order that is not completely jumbled because of my crazy brain. <laughs> so here it is, a very special record, and this song is a thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this as much as I do. This is Stu Phillips with his track... Babe, can you help me out on how to say this? It's the one that starts with a C. Cascais? 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 Uh, I don't know. I th- Well, it's different places. Oh. That's the thing. This record is just kooky. <laughs> <laughs> I really think this guy lost his mind. But yeah, I don't know. I would say Cascais or what did you say? Cascais. Cascais. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't bother to translate that either. But it's a place. I assume, yeah, a lot of these song titles are places. So, yeah, I can only assume that they just go to a bunch of locations and go surfing, which I'd really like to see. To this music... I want to see this movie. If you can track down a copy of this movie or somehow facilitate a way for me to watch it, please contact me because I'd be very interested to see it. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, lovely Miss Lena, for joining me once again. Thanks for having me. It's always my pleasure. Until next time, peace out. Stu Phillips. Cascais. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>